Welcome to the Royalty Connection Podcast. It's empowering all people all over the world. Oh yeah, what's going on beautiful people all around the world? Welcome to the Royalty Connection Podcast. I am your host, Donald M. Schuler Jr. I'm so excited you decided to join me today as we continue to be the change that this world needs to see, the positive change. Today's topic is pretty deep, as, you know, most of the topics and all of the topics, <laughs> but somebody has to talk about it, and that somebody is me and those who come on this show. So without further ado, today's topic is titled, Fixing the Justice System, while diving in to my new short film, The Meetup, with my very good friend, Avery Collins, coming up right now. My brother from another mother, I've known this man for, it's funny, the, the way we know each other, you think we know each other since, since you know, about five, 10 years or whatever, but it's only been a few years. But, you know, it doesn't take an amount of time or anything like that to cling brotherhood. It's all about that loyalty, that love and that respect. So, we're going to talk about a really great topic today, kind of stemming from a project that I know y'all heard about that I'll be releasing soon called The Meetup. It's a short film dedicating to all those who have been wrongfully convicted and to those who are truly standing up for justice in the right way. So without further ado, I want to introduce my brother, Mr. Avery Collins. What up, what up, what up? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait for, for people to be able to see the meet up and, uh, you know, really be able to dive into to, to this topic. Uh, I think it's something that is is vital. It's necessary that we need to talk about. So I'm appreciative that you that you uh, allow me to be a part of it. Um, I can't wait for, for it to change the world, man. Yeah, man, it's. It was incredible just just being a part of that and, and writing it and trying to find somebody to play opposite of me. Um, just just give give the listeners and, and the watchers <laughs> a little bit of information on yourself. You know who you are deep down inside. You know, <laughs> just just tell them. Tell them what you do, brother. Sure, sure. Uh, well, again, my name is Avery Collins um, from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you feel me? Jersey strong. Um, about me, I mean, <laughs> number one, uh, you know, and, and I, I stand on this. I am a God-fearing man. God is first in my life. Um, so, and, and I'm not apologetic about that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I enjoy my family. I enjoy my friends. I enjoy just being able to help people. Like, that's my passion is helping people. Um, it's something that I wake up every morning looking for a way to do, to do that. Um, and so I'm, I'm just appreciative. Um, I try to have a, you know, remain in a, in a grateful posture and a posture of a student, somebody who learns, uh, who, who grows and who, who pours. Um, you know, uh, I'm an avid Atlanta Falcons fan. So, you know, I know we, we stink, but you know, it's yeah, man, cool. I need some help. Dog. Cool. We, we need a little bit of help. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> I'm a ride for my boys, uh, Heat Nation. You know when it comes to basketball, but uh, but yeah, man. I listen. I'm like I said. I'm I'm, I'm passionate about about life, um, and the people that are in my life. 
you know, I just try to connect as much as possible. And, and like I said, try to help people, uplift people, encourage people to be the best selves um, and the best version of themselves and kind of, you know, introduce them to a version of themselves that they haven't met yet. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's me, man. Fun loving and, you know, outgoing and just, you know, but at the same time, I like to be chill and right. people want people. Absolutely. I, I call that situational hypeness. That, that's what Facts. I call that. I love to have a good time, but I also love to really mind the business that pays me. I like you know, that. Yes, which sir. Is, which is peace. That's good. Very much so. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, look, man, again, you know, we talked offline, but I just love you so much, man. And I honor you for the man of God that you are and how you carry yourself and uh, how you move in excellence, man. You know, with love everything too, that bro. you do. And um, this project was so, so important to me, uh, talking about the meetup and and how fixing the justice system is so important uh, for people of color and uh, just for people in general. Honestly, Um, you know, we're in a society today where it's like, you know, some people are chanting Black Lives Matter. Some people are chanting All Lives Matter. And, you know, as you all know, I serve Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, the risen King. And, and so mm-hmm. does my brother Avery. So right. when, when you look at uh, how things are going, you know, as a man of God or a person who believes in the Lord, you know that Jesus died for everybody. And, and the top two commandments, which is crazy, is love God with all your heart mm-hmm. and love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't say love your Black neighbor, your white neighbor, your green neighbor, your your brown neighbor, your red neighbor. I love your neighbor. Yeah. Who, who's ever next to you, who's ever, you know, near you, who's ever in your sphere of influence, love them. Yeah. And, you know, all lives can't matter until all lives matter all the time. That is so I, I don't, you know, when the people are like, well, whose side are you on? Well, first of all, I'm going to be black until the day I die. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I don't know what y'all want, <laughs> but see, I'm on the side of of Christ, and uh, He's yeah. on the side of everybody, and um, that's the same way how you know my brother carries himself as well. So, creating this film, uh, it was on my heart because I am so tired of seeing uh, slavery films. Uh, I'm tired of seeing films that depict men of color as um, gangbangers, drug dealers, pimps, uh, disgruntled people, deadbeat dads. Uh, The list goes on to the point now where, you know, um, being blessed to be in the entertainment industry for about 10 years, working in, you know, TV, film, and stage work, I've had to tell my management this year, I said, look, you know, I don't want to be in films that depict me as these characters. And I I don't want to use all this type of profanity and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't do this, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's one thing that's acting. We're like, well, it's it's acting. So it's okay. It's not real. It's not, that's a lie because we live in a very simple society where people will see somebody who played a bad guy on TV and they see him in the streets. Like, yo, aren't you, aren't you Marco? Mm -hmm. I hate you, man. And, and just (laughs) start just, just buckling just like that. Yeah. And I don't want to subscribe to that type of situation. I want to subscribe to things where, look, you know, if I started out as a drug dealer, 
let me end as a happy father and, and, and married in a, in a great business and show the full circle moment. Let's yeah. stop showing people of color at, at their worst. And, and just, you know, maybe at the end, you know, we beat the court case or something like that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that's, that's great, but you know, where, where's the depth in that? Um, and I know you can speak to that as well, bro. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're an avid, uh, uh, just, a you, you're so well-rounded in so many things. I mean, <laughs> how, how can you speak to that? I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you, you touched on all of it, right? Um, the depiction of, of men of color or people of color in general mm-hmm. um, is just, again, like you said, at their worst or stereotypical um, things that they believe or that they think. And it's, it's funny. It's a lot of people who haven't gone through these experiences, writing these scripts, writing right. these, uh, these different narratives. And it's like, you're basing it based off of a, either someone's, you know, finite story, or yeah. a small sample size of what you or someone else in your your sphere of influence has has been through, and that's just not the case, right? There's you know the majority of black people and people of color in 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 America aren't drug dealers, right? They haven't. They may have never run into anything with the law. They may have you know no felony or criminal record at all, right? But you wouldn't know that if you watched, you know, the TV, mm-hmm. you know, all, all, all day, every day in the movies and the, in the shows and different things like that. Um, so, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like, we, we went from shows like, and this may be a little controversial, but we had went from shows like the Cosby show, which yeah. showed a, 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 a powerful, strong black family, someone with where, where both, parents were in the home and both right. parents had careers and both parents were, were home at night for dinner and both yeah. parents went to, you know, games and shows and different things like that and uplifted their children and kept the family intact. And, you know, we went from shows like that to, you know, now, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to condemn anything because, you know, people are making their money. They're, they're providing jobs for people. We, we went from that to yeah. shows that, that depict, our women as 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 quote unquote ratchet or Bro. you know just unruly Bro. and our men as just completely detached emotionally and just not caring about anything but themselves and their dollar. Um and so like you know just little things like that. It's just like where where's the distance where did that where did that change and why did it change? Yeah. Um but yeah so yeah I mean like you said you know the there there's there's more there's more to this. And like you said, you know, um, if you're going to be depicted in one way, uh, allow it to, 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 to develop, to develop, to, uh, <laughs> yeah, to a full story because yeah. everybody's story doesn't end in a jail cell. Everybody's story doesn't end right. in a grave. Everybody's right. story, you know, some people actually realize and they mature. They have a coming of age Yeah, and they say, you know what, this ain't it. And they they decide to change their lives, right? And so, um, I think that needs to be depicted more as well. But not not just that, not just the 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 from the bottom to the top story, but the the I didn't have to struggle story. Yeah, like, I actually didn't have to That's sell good, drugs. Man. I actually didn't have to like I actually came from a two parent household. Yeah, and I did this right or or whatever the situation is. And so, yeah. um, because those those things are our story as as well. It's not just a struggle story all the time. And I understand people 
I guess feed into that and they 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 like it. But like mm-hmm. you said, they end up glorifying it. And like you said, if they're depicted a certain way, at the end of the day, if we're just being real, people are impressionable. So yes. certain things that they see is going to leave a lasting impression, a lasting mark on them. And so like you said, that's how you can have people who depict a character, right? And like you said, it's just acting, it's just this or whatever. But then you see them on the street and you're like, what? Right? Yeah. And it's just like um, I oh, think that man. is that is that is Bro, that's heavy. It's, it's so funny you said I was watching something, um, um, the show Power. Now yeah. I, you know, I mean I can be honest. So <laughs> I, I auditioned for the show. Um, okay. I didn't get the part uh, that I auditioned for, but um, you know, just just reading up on some of the things, uh, you know, I watched a few episodes and whatnot. Uh, but the guy, uh, his name is uh Rotimi. Uh, yeah. who plays Dre, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing his character in the show <laughs> and seeing who he is as a real person. Yeah. I was like, this is yeah. acting at its finest. Yes, yes. And yes. it's just, it kind of shows like, you know, if somebody's first love isn't acting when they really want to be an artist or a singer, you know, they try to get, almost like next door and try to finesse and build in order to get to what they really want to do. Now yeah. the brother's been in, you know, a number of different projects and he's very well-rounded, but it's like, he went from like, you know, this is power to like, you know, be up in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help me. And brothers. you look at, you look at the guy, you know, and, and, and how he's depicted in the show. He don't really care about anything, but his daughter oh. and his money and all those different things, right? And he's hood and he's hard. And, he, and then you look at him in real life, this guy is married and he's Bro. all about his wife. He's not ah. playing no games when it comes to her. Like he's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But again, this is this is the, the, the and, and again, this is not a knock or a shade to him because he, yeah. he played the role phenomenally and different yeah. things like that. So, but at the same time, it's like roles like that can, can and, and then it can end up typecasting you in, in, exactly. in, in, in a way as well. Where yeah. it's just like I can't even show you my full range of what I can Bro. do because you, you now, like I said, perception yeah. is reality. So now you yeah. perceive me as this mm-hmm. is all I can do. Yeah. Um, and so you know, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely something that I think needs to be addressed, changed. And that's why I said I'm appreciative of what you're doing with, with what you got going. Like your message needs to be 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 seen um, and put out there more because you're 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 standing on something. Right. You have a standard. You're like, I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to compromise because you felt convicted. Right. You, you're you yeah. like there, And we've had conversations. There are plenty of things that you could have that could that you could have done and that you could have, you know, been been a, a prominent, uh, you yeah. know, household name. But you you said, listen, I have a standard. Yeah. And I, I, I come from I'm, I'm not from here. Right? right. Like we're kingdom men. So That's I have right. a different a different I have a different. Uh, 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 constitution that I abide by. Yeah. So um, I'm appreciative of it, and like I said, I think you, you, you know, you, you, your time is coming man, for sure. Because I Praise think this, God. like I said, I think what you, what you got is, is, is God ordained, and um, it's necessary. And when, when the time is right, people, people going to recognize. Because at the end of the day, you know, Scripture is going to fulfill itself, and it said, "At the name of Jesus, every knee shall." bow and every tongue shall confess that he yes. is lord so shout out to shout out to you and what you're doing 
um, and how your heart behind that and how you stand on that, because I, I just know it's going to it's going to break soon, man. Praise God, man. I appreciate you, bro. To all those listening, y'all, y'all know I only bring on, you know, the Warriors on, on the show in every way, shape or form. Everybody I know to an extent is a warrior in their own right. So um, I'm just so blessed that I can just have these type of people in my life. And now I'm introducing them to you all who are listening and who are watching. Um, reach out, you know, reach out if if you need help and help yeah. if you need prayer, if you need just whatever. You know, there are people out here who are willing to to serve, you know, um, and it's, it's funny, back, back to Ro Timmy, shout out to him. He just signed a multi-million dollar record deal with uh, nice. Empire Music. And nice. I'm just like, way to go, brother. I mean, you know, you, you're, you're one thing on screen when you're another thing in your real life. And that's, that's really important as an actor to be able to make that, um, that contrast, you know, that yeah. this was a role that I wanted to play. And uh, but this is my real life. This is what I do. This is what I stand for. So um, shout out to him and, and his beautiful family. And uh, yeah. So when you think of the phrase, let's fix the justice system, what, what does that mean to you? Because that's that's essentially what we were talking about in, in our short film, you know, the meetup, which is uh, releasing December 20th. Make sure you all look out for that. Um, and, and Avery, he was it was just me and him in the film. You know, and it's funny, the film started out as a, um, just a, uh, what do you call it, like a tester almost. And for my actor friends out there, you know, you need to have a, a reel to present to different casting people in the industry and just to show your line of work. And, um, you know, I was just tired of, I was tired of turning down opportunities, as Avery mentioned, <laughs> and I wanted to create my own opportunity to show what type of roles that I can play. Uh, not just, you know, the bodyguard or the athlete or like, but the lawyer. So I played a lawyer in the film and Avery, he played my best friend growing up from the sandbox. So I went off to law school. You know, I ended up going and being, you know, partner at the firm and Avery, you know, he was in high school. He graduated high school, but he went straight to work. You know, he had to put, you know, food on the table for, for his family, you know, and wanted to make sure he did what he had to do. You know, but we both came from, you know, those two parent households and whatnot. But, you know, his situation ended up being a little bit different than mine. And um, I ended up representing him uh, in a court case. So when, when you think about, you know, fixing the justice system, bro, like what comes to mind? That's a loaded question, man. Um, it really is. But, I but I, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But I mean... <laughs> I think for me, man, and I, and I, and I stand on this, um, I've said it before and I'll continue saying it. Fixing the justice system is two part mm -hmm. for me. Um, the first part is acknowledging that we've lost God. Yeah. Right. Like that's the first thing that we have to understand. Like the justice system that we have, it acknowledges God, right. It, it even references the, the name and God we trust. Right. Right, but right. It's it's but that's an acknowledgement, and you know people have their own own gods and different things like that. So yeah, um, we gotta we have to understand who you know when we say God, who are we talking about? So yeah. that's the first thing I think. Um, we've lost God in this situation, and when God is not in anything, it's going to be imperfect. 
point blank period. Now, anything that man, that is man-made will be imperfect, but when God is the center of it, God has a, a, a way to have grace, uh, to, to sprinkle some grace on it and allow things to happen. But so that's the first thing. The second thing, and, I, and, I, and like I said, I've said this before and I'll stand on it. It has to be stripped down. Yeah. Our justice system is not built to serve everybody. Yeah. That's the issue, right? Like it, it, it's, it's an injustice to not serve everyone. Nah, so the call good. So, so to call it a justice system, and even in, a, in, even in of itself, like the name justice system, it shouldn't be a system. It should just be justice. Yeah. What is just? What is right? What is yeah. righteous? Yeah. Right. But it's good. You know, it's it's it. This thing has to be stripped down all the way down to its foundation because foundationally, our justice system was set up by people who did not look at first of all they didn't look at certain people certain humans as humans right let's just call it what it, what it is right we yeah. did you know all people, lives didn't matter all lives <laughs> did not matter right let's just like, call a spade a spade facts so it's like you we're we're, we're we're basing ourselves and still living on principles from people who one like i said had forgotten god and two yeah. had looked at other people and said you're not even worthy of what we're putting down yeah right like you you don't even and so when you when you when you look at it you know from that standpoint and you look at it where we are in in 2021 you Mm -hmm. can see why you know certain things don't benefit everyone it's because everyone wasn't included in the foundation everyone wasn't yeah everyone wasn't at its inception this entire system was not favorable to everyone. I didn't even think about that. That perspective. Yeah. Wow. And I got a doggone history degree. I didn't even think <laughs> about it like that. If you think about it, who signed, you know, the creation of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, you know, yeah. it was a bunch of white men, not even, not even white women, just white men. Yeah. They were considered elite. The women, right. y'all just made babies and that was it. Yeah. That's just, that's just what it was. And for black yeah. men and women and children were slaves. So exactly. and not considered not considered human. Right? Exactly. And what you said is so powerful. Like everybody was not included at the table. Period. So what do you say? What so how can yeah. someone who's a, a Palestinian, you know? Muslim or something like that, who comes over to come to the land of the free, home of the brave, and and they read this constitution and they read, oh, liberty and justice for all, and then they walk down the street and they get profiled. Yeah. What like what do you say to them? Because what happens is is like that liberty and justice for all was not including you. You weren't included in the all. Yeah. I wasn't included in the all. So when I think that word in and of itself in in our in our constitution and in our it it really is a lie. Yeah. Cuz you did not <laughs> you did not include all in there. Yeah. So um I think that's that's one of the biggest th- those are the two biggest issues like I said when it comes to fixing the justice system it's just like we have to understand that anything without God is destined to fail. And then two, like I said when when you when you're talking about just the the foundation of 
this this system in general it did not include everybody so it cannot because it didn't include everybody it cannot benefit everybody and so as much as it sounds good and mm-hmm. it, it, aesthetically it looks good yeah. it's obviously not working it's not the case yeah. um you know so that to me is just uh like i said to me that right there is was what i think about when i hear fixing the justice system we need to strip this thing down to its foundation and yeah. really rebuild and include everybody at the table. Yeah. Um, because that's the, that's the only way we're going to have anything that, that, that remotely uh, resembles justice. Yeah. You're, you're right, man. And you know, stripping it down and building it back up is definitely an option or we could just put power behind the words that are already there. That's it. Like, but like literally but believe, like actually believe like, what it says. <laughs> you know, and that's so powerful, man. You know what you just said. You know, I believe this this country was founded on Christian principles. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, those who you know who founded it in terms of the Native Americans were already here. So let's get that straight. So First. America was not discovered. It wasn't some you know land that nobody was here. No, it was civilization. It was government. It was sure. it was nice. I'm sure it was. Sure. And then, you know, our, our white brothers and sisters came over and, um, you know, integrated into that. And um, I believe they came and, you know, fleeing from religious persecution and other types of things like that. But it's one thing to be, you know, say you're fighting for God and you're Christian by name. But it's another thing to have an infilling of the Holy Spirit, because yeah. if, if we really want to go deep on this, it's like. You know. It specifically says in the Bible, you know. We are not to enslave our brothers, not to enslave anybody. Mm-hmm. And the penalty of that is death. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, people might have been Christians, but are we reading the whole Bible in its entirety? Are yeah. we acting out on its entirety? And are we living that out with our brother and our sister? Again, we started this up at the top of this show talking about, you know, the, the top two commandments. Love God and love your neighbor. I mean... Yeah. Uh, I mean, know, the, the commandments were created before the inception of America. So yeah. if, if we're founding, you know, uh, America on Christian principles, we should be founding it on the very basics. So yeah. somebody glossed over it and somebody did not put power in the words, because if there was power in those words, people would be governing themselves, you know, and not racially profiling and all this type of stuff. And of course, right. if somebody looks like they about to do something. Yeah, of course. Like you, you want to, you know, hey, how you doing? Is, is everything OK? And then, you know, you, you discern whether this person is, you know, a, a threat or this, that and the third. But just because they look like the bad guy on television, that doesn't give you a right to say, yo, then you know, everybody who's who looks like this guy on TV, they yeah. must be a criminal. They must be this. They must be that. And yeah. I feel like that's what you were alluding to as well. Am I correct? Oh, for sure. I mean, so so you, it's 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 you take it down to its 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 basic principle. Like, let's go to let's go to let's go to policing, for example, right? Yeah, policing. People people forget the police. Like the police force was created, and this is not a lie. This is fact. It was created to keep slaves in order. You can Google it. Like this is I'm not yeah, this is you can you can look this up. This is not, you know, it was literally designed for that reason. Okay. Now obviously it's evolved in different ways over the years and and different things like that. But it's it's still you have to understand what they're what what they're people always say um 
protect and serve, right? That's that's the the, the moniker, protect and serve, yeah. right? But what's the thing that they're trained to do? Shoot and kill. They're not trained to give warning shots. Like people don't know that about cops. They they're not trained to shoot as a warning shot. The first bullet in their gun is uh 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 is a is a is a bullet that that just goes and stops, right? Like I, I can't remember the name of the bullet, but it goes and it stops. The rest of the bullets are the bullets that go in and bounce around. They're not, and they, they're not trained to shoot at a knee, at an elbow, at a shoulder. They're trained to shoot to kill. That's why they're unloading their clips. They're not. When have you ever heard of a cop letting off one shot? It doesn't typically happen, right? Because they're trained to shoot and kill. So protect and serve, but trained to shoot and kill. So that's number. And it's funny. I was watching uh, The Wire, which is one of my favorite shows. I was watching The Wire, and there's a there's a scene in it where uh, there's this there's this Caucasian cop who um, he's kind of looked at as like a goofball cop, like he doesn't kind of get it all the time. And so he finally gets, you know, he's basically placed in a, in a desk job as a cop. Right. And he finally goes out one day. Um, and while he's out there and they're out just getting 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 dinner for everybody while they're out, they get a there's a call. So he, you know, he goes out with this this other detective and they're trying to find these guys and he sees this black guy or whatever and he shoots him, right? He sees a black guy with a gun, he shoots him. His detective friend, another Caucasian guy, comes up, you know, checks his pulse and realizes he's got a badge around his neck. So now this cop has just killed another cop and it's based on the perception like you were just talking about that yeah. has been portrayed in the media Okay, black guy with a gun, he's dangerous. Yeah. Not not even not even just thinking, you know, what if he's a cop? Like that's that's the 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 how deep the psychology of this goes is where the your first thought is this is a threat to my life. This person is a threat to my life. Not like, hey, we live in a city with 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 black people there are black cops around here maybe maybe he's a cop maybe he's an undercover cop now granted like you said we know if people if you if you stepping out of line and the different things like that yeah you should take action but at of the same course. time it's just like i think and, and this is another thing like when do we become the authority of what life matters and what doesn't who deserves to die and who doesn't yeah and so for me, it's just like I said, that that perception is is huge that you were touching on. It's just like, and again, that's propaganda. It's a branding thing. It's a marketing scheme um, in order to keep um, the status quo the same. So like I said, in, in order to, to to fix this, it has to be broken. Yeah. Right? Like, and that's, that's just really what it is. You got to break this thing down all the way to its foundation in order to actually truly create and and I think that's what this country is starting to realize and recognize. If you have a cracked foundation, the building the building begins to fall. There's a story of this 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 um, uh, this law firm had a high rise in New York City, right? And um, and, and, and on the I think it was like the the thirtieth and thirty fourth floor, they started seeing breakage and windows cracking and all yeah. these different things. So they they hired a contractor to come in to look in and fix this, fix everything. And so they hired this guy and three hours later, they're like, we can't find this guy. Where is he? So they searched the entire building and find him in the basement. And they're like, what are you doing? We hired you to, to fix the, 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 the you know, the, the floors in the, in the 30s. 
He's like, the, the issues you're having in the 30s is because your foundation is weak. Yeah. The foundation is, is you see these cracks? Do you see all? He's like, if you don't fix this foundation, this whole building is coming down. You won't have to worry about the 30th floor. The whole yeah. building is going to come down. I think this country is starting to wake up and recognize our foundation is cracked. It's weak. It's, it's, it's brittle. And now it's starting to fall. Right. We're seeing the cracks and stuff like that on the surface. But the foundation is is beat up. We need to we need to re- rebuild the foundation or like you said, whatever foundational principles are in there that that, that we quote and that we that exactly. we uh, uh, claim to live by actually live by them. So, yeah, I, I agree, man. You know, freedom and justice for all. That's so important. Yeah. And um, reconciliation, you know, that that's what I'm about. Again, you know, Jesus died for everybody. Mm. And um, we're all brothers and sisters, but some people don't know that yet. And it's yeah. funny, I, uh, I've been involved in, in various um, just meetings and, and, and community events and, and private discussions with politicians and um, people who don't look like me and, you know, police officers and stuff like that. And um, I can't really attest to um, how they're trained, but... What I can attest to is the people who I've met, they're really trying to do things the right way. Sure. You know, you can tell when you see somebody literally, and now we have, you know, video evidence on social media that can attest to what you said in terms of how to de-escalate, how yeah. to de-escalate situations where people, you know, will empty a whole 16 clip on somebody instead of using a taser yeah. or, or instead of de-escalating in a way that doesn't you know, come out to death, let somebody go to trial. And yeah, um, yeah. I, I just, I shout out to the, the cops are trying to do it the right way. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. just straight like that. There's not enough of y'all out there and not enough of y'all who are able to speak up in a way where you can be heard. That's another thing because the media suppresses stuff like that, which is a whole other different topic, which is the reason why I wanted to create, you know, this show and this podcast as well, because, you know, it's so funny you know (laughs) what does trump always say uh the fake news or something like that like yo like i mean the man wasn't lying in in some instances like that because people perpetuate these stereotypes where like all black people you know are are thugs or all police officers shoot to kill every single time like i can't subscribe to that because that's not true but the media perpetuates it in a certain certain way that's like this has to be true and now people walk around in fear so it's yeah. like how do you think we get to reconciliation even going back to our film like i said you know i play my character's name is jay and avery's character's name is jimmy so you know i'm a lawyer uh, and both jay and jimmy we grew up in you know uh decent neighborhood you know we went to the same high school we played basketball together we were you know just tight and uh, you know i became partner at the firm and you know well i'll, I'll let you give your perspective because I, I wanted to ask you like what did you think of your character um i loved it i mean it was it was real it was authentic it's something that is um i think again not portrayed enough right yeah. this is somebody you know who had an upbringing that was modest. It wasn't, you know, he wasn't, you know, rich. He wasn't, you know, uh, uh, quote unquote poor or anything like that. He had modest right. upbringing. Right. Like you said, had friends around him. He played basketball and 
and and they were good. You know, it wasn't yeah. like they were, you know, just doing it for recreation. They were actually good. Um, different things like that. And, you know, like you said, your your path went one way and you became partnered. His path went a different way where yeah. it wasn't um, criminal or anything like that. But there were certain things that that he had dealt with in life that kind of caused him to be a little bit bitter, jaded. Um, scarred from some things that he he had dealt with in his life, and 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 so him just kind of having an altercation in a situation where he's like, you know what? I didn't even you know. So it's like yeah. it, it, it's it's another thing on top of everything that he kind of went through through his right. life. He's like, how am I supposed to get ahead and, and provide for my family, like you were saying, and and do yeah. those things, and then just even his perspective of, of seeing a friend who, who has done that, who has actually gotten that, who has yeah. been able to, to do it. So it's just like that, 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 that apathetic feeling or that what was me feeling like, Hey man, like it seems like I just can't get right type thing. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, just the, the accountability portion of that, where it's just like, you know, he had to own up to him being a hothead as well. Right. Um, you know, but it's, it, like I said, but these are these are these are that that's a real story, right? Yeah. Somebody who like is like, nah, I didn't go criminal route. I didn't do do dirt or anything like that. But I, I didn't become a lawyer. Right. I didn't become a doctor. Right. I didn't become a senator. I, I worked and I grinded and I and I did the best that I could. Which is mo- which is most of people which in America the, today. You know exactly. It's just it's a familiar story. Yeah. And circumstances just kind of, you know, played itself out where it's just like, you know, I was marginalized because of whatever. Right. Um, and so, you know, you know, and and I don't want to give away all of it, but marginalized, you know, just based on my appearance. Yeah. And again, where does that come from? Right. Cause that's, it's not a natural inclination. Like we've all seen those videos, those clips, those stories of, two little babies or toddlers, black and white, and they see each other and they're their best friends. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They run up to each other and they're hugging each other. It's, it's yeah. not natural. Yeah. It's clearly taught. Yeah. It's clearly something that they, they, that they are, um, 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 seeing or, or experiencing yeah, that right. is changing that, that perspective. That you right? love and, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like, it, it, Again, it's 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 very very um, it's much deeper than we try to t- try to paint it to be, right? Because a lot of people think it's just a black and white issue or a race issue, which on top of that, you know, race is just a, is a is a is a construct. But yeah, um, but people try to paint it as those two things, and it's like that's not it. It's it's much deeper, uh, and a much it's much deeper psychological and spiritual reason for for why all this stuff is 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 transpiring, but. Absolutely, um, man. You yeah. you nailed it, bro. That that was that's you know, and I got I gotta shout out Avery so much, y'all, because like I wrote this script literally in like one hour, which was nuts in itself. Uh I was I was just so mad. I was so mad because I keep seeing people who look like me on TV always being the bad guy. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I literally I got a, a as much money as I could, you know, hired a crew and, you know, got it done. And, you know, I think I, I got Avery the script. Um, the movie runs about, it's a, a little over 10 minutes runtime, um, a short film. 
And um, Avery got the script done. I mean, it was like a, a week, maybe a week and a half, two weeks. And then we shot it. And um, yeah. it was just so great to be able to work with somebody who, who understands not just, you know, the physical aspect, but the spiritual aspect behind it too, because, you know, I'm trying to do this to, to give God the glory. I'm trying to do this to promote the reality that people of color face yeah. and, you know, all people to a certain extent, but, um, you know, what we see in the media is people of color who are experiencing yeah. this and, um, reconciliation that, that is possible for reconciliation. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. For sure. And, and, and I know we, you want to get to the reconciliation piece, but I just wanted to kind of touch on even yeah. when you were talking about the perspective and, and what, what people of color have to face, mm-hmm. you made it right. You quote unquote made it and you still had to, to deal with <laughs> certain things, even at your yeah. height and your level of making it. And there were still things yeah. you had to challenges. You had to come perceptions you had to overcome as well. So it, 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 it goes to show. And I love how, True the film kind of uh, um, touches on that as well, because it's like, it, it's not, we're not just talking about the people who are, you know, the everyday, you know, uh, hardworking, you know, such and such. We're talking about the people who have quote unquote made it and, and, and gotten to, you know, the, the highest of heights in, in this country as well. They still have to deal with yeah. a lot of the, the backlash and the, the back end of, what what's being propagated on in, in, in social media and on the news and different things like that and the perception that's yeah. being pushed. So I love the fact that, that that the film touches not on just, you know, somebody who comes from a, 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 a you know, a meager background where it's yeah. just like, okay, hardworking, got to right. grind every day to somebody as well who grinded to get where he's at, but still has to grind just to stay there yeah. um, and, and fight that perception. So that's, so that's good. Shout out to my brother Avery. I'm over here like I was in the film too. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I forgot all about my character description and all of that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So again, you know, I played a lawyer, and uh, I I worked hard to get to the firm. You know, I went through you know uh, prestigious law school and just to get stuff taken care of and and to make sure I look good and make sure I represent you know, myself and my family and the people who look like me, that just because I look like the person who robbed somebody on TV doesn't mean that I'm that person and all this type of stuff. And what Avery was alluding to is just like, you know, the pressure to, I'm just, I'm just keep it like it is, just put the whole African-American race on my back mm-hmm. because, you know, when people see people who look like me, we're either on social media in, in like current society we either dribbling a basketball, catching a football, rapping, dancing, you know, telling jokes or, you know, taking off our clothes and, you know, not saying other people don't do that. But I mean, let's be honest. When you look at your entertainment today, who is doing most of the entertaining and who is doing most of the writing? So, yeah. How do we change those stereotypes? And, and, and back to what Avery said, making sure everybody is in the room and not, you know, again, we're going back to the founding, you know, of America and declaration of independence, the constitution, not just, you know, my, my white brothers at the table and then, you know, their, their wives serving them or or raising their kids or black people, you know, uh, uh, tilling the land, like everybody needs to be in the room. And, and now this country is not just white and black, like Avery said, there's, there's five different people groups, you know, white, black, 
red, brown, yellow. We all, you strip back this, this brown skin, we all look the same underneath. And, right. and that is God's creative and, and mysterious and popular design. So therefore, if we want to say phrases like all lives matter, we need to make sure that all lives are at the table so yeah. every life can have that perspective of mattering. And, and that's just, that's what it is. I mean, even on this, on this, on this episode, like we're, we're literally talking about, you know, from the bottom and then back again, we're not sticking with the, Oh, you know, people of color are marginalized or, or white people are killing black people or black people are killing black people. Like, yeah full circle moment. So how do we get to the solution? What are the actionable items? Yeah. And the actionable item for me was making a film that can depict people who look like me, who are winning in whatever perspective that they choose to do. And the people who look like me, who have been wrongfully arrested and accused by the court of law to be held accountable for their actions if they did something wrong, but also the police our law enforcement to be held accountable for their actions. Yeah. If they got it wrong, admit that you got it wrong. If you get it wrong and you know, you thought you got it right and you did the whole media press junket and the circus, make sure you keep that same energy and do that media and press junket to make sure that you let people know that you got it wrong and that you apologize and that you're willing to work with your officers, you're willing to work with the community and, and build that unity. There's yeah. unity in community. You can't have community without unity. Right. So, you know, I, I agree with Avery, uh, again, you know, in terms of the inception of police, where did that idea come from? And again, as somebody who's qualified, let's, and, and let's just dispel that, you know, y'all, y'all know me, I have names, I have letters behind my name for a reason. I studied to show myself approved. I have a degree in history and a master's of arts and teaching. So I'm able to not only talk about this, but I can help write these types of stories and have the background. So when you think about the, uh, the Fugitive Slave Law Act, Avery, and, and how, uh, you know, there were certain states that were free for black people and certain yeah. states that were not free. So the states that were free, the black people would run and flee and fly or and ship themselves in boxes to get to those areas. Now, for the slave masters and the owners to realize, oh, such and such, they ran away. I need to put out a bulletin to all the free states. And so they can put that in their newspaper and say, if you see this person, my slave, I will give you this reward to capture them, write to me, and I will make sure I come and retrieve my property. Or you can capture them and bring them to me, my bring them to me yourself for your reward. Yeah. Policing. That's that's the inception of the racism that we see with policing, quote unquote. Yeah. And you know, just that's just what it is. You can look all of this up. It's not, it's not hidden. Well, you know, that's a lie because it's usually hidden nowadays in popular culture. And in, in schools, nobody wants to teach, you know, the whole history. It's yeah. not just 
Blacks were brought here and enslaved and Abraham Lincoln freedom. And now black people are walking around million dollars and, and homes and LeBron James and Michael B. Jordan. Like, no, there, there's depth in that. In 1965, people of color honestly just became citizens because that's when we got the right to vote. Yeah. 1965. That's not that long ago. Not at all. So, um, you know, again, to I know we live in a and Avery, you know this too. We, we live in a uh, a social media uh, clip culture, oh, and sure. and people love to like take bits and pieces of things and say, "Oh, well, you said this, so that means you." Listen to the context of this full conversation, and and please don't try me or Avery because we got receipts. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't mean to come off mad aggressive like that, but y'all know who I hey, am. Hey, listen, listen, so. <laughs> ready for all the smoke, man. Listen, you know, I, you know, I just. You know, you study to show yourself approved so you can stand up in these certain rooms and talk about these things. Um, yeah, man, this this has been an awesome conversation, bro. Do you have any any closing thoughts? Let me look at my list. I have any more questions or anything? Because we, we really went through this thing. Um, I mean, you let me know. Any I, questions? Uh, um, yeah, I mean... No, I definitely, you know, close it out. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that. We we <laughs> we hit, you know, uh, from divisiveness to reconciliation. So I, I'm, I'm just, so I, I just. I guess I'll end it with that. As far as reconciliation, man, I think okay. One of the biggest things is, like you said, and I love that you touched on this. Like people don't understand how far an apology goes, mm. right? Like yeah. a lot of times. Sometimes people, you know, and let's just, let's keep it a being. Sometimes an apology is not going to be enough for some people, right? right. Like, let's just call it what it is. But right. it's, it's the beginning, right? Because here's the thing. An apology doesn't equal healing. Forgiveness doesn't equal healing. They are the beginning, mm-hmm. right? So um, they're, the, they're the, the prerequisite to healing, right? Especially forgiveness. Forgiveness is the prerequisite to healing. But it doesn't mean that it, in and of itself it is healing. So I think an apology and a quick story, even with that, like, um, you know, no, no, we'll say that for another podcast, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, I think that that's one of the biggest things. But so with that reconciliation, like, I think that, that apologizing, that's saying, Hey, listen, we got it wrong. Yeah. Right. And just being, because what it does is it, it, it makes you human again. Yeah. And I think that's what one of the biggest issues as well. Sometimes the people, these people in power, they, 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 that power has become their identity. Yeah. And it's like, they even walk in that power. So it's like, when they're wrong, they don't admit it. It's like, no, when you admit that you're wrong, it allows people to be like, all right, you know what? You made a mistake. Because now it, it gives the people opportunity to be to look inward and say, you know what? That's a person who made a mistake. I yeah. do that every single day. But yeah. when you don't, when you just walk on it like, oh yeah, whatever. It's like, now you're saying I'm holier than thou or I'm better than you or I'm this or I'm yeah. that. And I'm, and you're allowing that power to 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 identify you. So um, I think that's that's the that's one of the biggest things is that apology, that admittance of when you're, when you're wrong. I think the other part is actually getting in the boat, right? Get in the boat with these people. I, you know, again, one of my favorite shows is The Wire. One of the things they were talking about and they alluded to um, was the fact that quote unquote back in the day, police used to know the names of the people that they were policing. When you know the names of the people that you're policing, it it will stop you. It can stop you 
that's from pulling the trigger. It can stop. When I know that's not nah, that's little Johnny and and his and his mother. She goes to to the grocery store every Tuesday, and it's yeah. his, his his father is this this and that. And but yeah. when you know these people, you're like you can you can walk up to them and say, hey, listen, what you're doing right now that's going to lead you down a road that that that's not going to be conducive for you. Or your community you can talk yeah. to these people like it takes a village and people people when they hear that i know the perception when people think they when they hear that that it takes a village to read a child people think we're talking about family yeah. close friends no we're talking about the entire village that means the police that means the mailman that means mm. the family that means the, the 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 close family friends that means the distant family friends that means the teachers that means the counselors that means the mayor that means the every single person that that entire village has to play their part right yeah and so like when you know these people when you interact with these people when you commune with these people too many times i see uh uh uh, uh police who are policing in neighborhoods they don't actually live in yeah it's you're true. living 30, 45 minutes away from the, the community that you're actually policing. You yeah. have no actual tie to this community. You have no actual commitment to this community. So it's yeah. easy for you to, you know, throw this person in jail, shoot this person. Because you're like, I don't know you. But yeah. if you knew the person walking down the street, if you knew the person who was who was going down, because a lot of the times it's, it's just... Um, and this in of itself is systemic, but a lot of times it's, it's, it's people who don't have people in their lives to give them guidance. Yeah, that's right. True. A lot of Man, these people, that's major. Like, you know what I'm saying? So imagine someone going down the wrong road and a, and a, a, a cop coming up to them and saying, hey, listen, let me let me talk to you about this, because this is where it can lead you. Yeah. That's or, or a mayor or a counselor. Right. So instead of potentially wanting to be a basketball player or a football player, they can might they might be able to remember that moment when somebody from the city council took the time to care about me. You know what? I think I want to be on city council now. Yeah. I want to do that instead of, you know what I'm saying? But it's it, it has to start with, like I said, acknowledging and admitting when we're wrong and then building com- community by communing with each other. Like you said, you cannot have community without unity. You got to get in there. You got to get in the boat. You got to actually know the people that you're policing, that you're dealing with, that you're that you're creating policies over, that you're whatever. Like you have to actually know. Like you have to talk to these people. And I'm not talking about talk to them for an aesthetic reason, right. because it's it's campaign season. Oh, let me go to the corner and show that I'm talking to the people in the neighborhood and have the camera shown there. I'm talking right. about what are you doing on a Tuesday, right? What are you doing on a on a Monday night, right? When when you know that you know it's going to be uh, uh uh the local the local bar is going to be filled with people going to watch the the Monday night football game. Go right. to that and talk right. to them there and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think about this policy? How do you feel? Because again, you're creating these policies and different things over these people. So it's just like I think those two things are the beginning, not the end. Right. They're not the, you know, um, the, the, the end result. But I think they, they start the conversation and they start uh, the process of reconciliation and allowing us to, again, be able to say, hey, you know what? At least they can admit that they're wrong. They re- and I can say, yo, you, you know that you're human as well. You you get it. All right. Let, we can have a conversation yeah. and you won't feel that you're above me and I won't feel that, that, that uh, I'm above you. So 
I think those are those those are the starting points. But again, even with those starting points, none of those neither of those starting points don't happen without admitting that God comes first. Point blank period. He has to be in the room. He has to. And we've we've taken him out the room, we've taken him out of schools, we've taken mm-hmm. him out of policy, we've taken him out of every single thing. And then we're wondering why it's crumbling. And I keep trying to tell and, yep. and just to, and I'll wrap it up with this, going back to what I was talking about, that foundational piece. Jesus said that he is the rock. When you build your house on the rock that is Jesus, yeah. your house will not fall when it gets hit by the storm, when it gets hit by the corruption, when it gets yep. hit by all of those different things. But when you don't, you put your house on sand and we're seeing that everything is shifting. Yep. So that's it. Man, y'all, y'all hear my brother? Y'all see my brother? <laughs> I told I listen. It's the Warriors. This podcast is called the Royalty Connection Podcast for a reason. Yes, sir. Because there are kings and queens out here who have something to say. And the major mainstream media networks are not promoting that. So I'm doing my absolute best to promote to the best of my ability the kings and queens out here who are looking for not just let's just jump to a kumbaya moment and reconciliation. Let's do the work. Let's not just have reconciliation for the photo op. Let's have reconciliation because it actually worked from the ground up. So, man, you know, with all that being said, I definitely want to uh, just again, shout out uh, the meetup short film dropping December 20th, starring myself and my brother, Avery Collins. Uh, This conversation was just dedicated to how to be the change you want to see. You know, we talked, you know, pretty tough conversations here and, um, it's critical to not just march for change, tweet for change, Facebook for change, but get out of the line and help create policy, help create that unity within your community. That's how you become a a cashier. So you can make change everywhere you go. We got to be cashiers y'all. We got to make change. So uh, I just want to definitely close it out in prayer because y'all know that that's it. You know, God is the center of my life and, and the center of my brother's life. And um, hopefully, you know, the center of your life too. So Father God, in the name of Jesus and the precious Holy Spirit, I want to say thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and mercy and peace. Uh, thank you for sending your son, Father, to die on the cross for our sins, past, present, and future. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for being willing to die for everybody, for all lives at all times for all the sins that we've committed, past, present, and future. And thank you for sending uh, the Holy Spirit to be the peace and the power and everything that we do, Father. I pray a special blessing over my brother, Avery, his family, his loved ones, his friends, and uh, everybody he comes in contact with that they will just see him as you see him, as a young king, as as a warrior for you, and um, as a lover a lover of all people. And I pray that you keep him safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Bless him as he becomes all that you've called him to be. And uh, we just pray that you bless this film. We did the best we could do with what we had, and it came out pretty dope. And Father, I pray that you just anoint it and appoint it and help it create change, because that's all we want to do. We want to have the unity and community. We want to repent for our sins, past, present, and future, each and every day, knowing that none of us are perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. But man, 
it's critical to just do our best. So we thank you. We honor you in the name of your son, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the risen King. Amen. 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 Listen, bro, I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for, uh, for not being afraid to push, push the envelope and have these conversations. And thank you just for your conviction and standing on your conviction and not wavering in that, um, you know, your inspiration for sure. Um, and so, so I, I can't wait to see what God is, God has in store for you because of your obedience. Um, and, and because of your, 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 uh, your heart for him. Um, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative. And, and again, I don't, I don't take it lightly. So, so thank you. Y'all, 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 y'all give it up for this, man. Because this, <laughs> this is, this is a king right here. This is definitely, like you said, this is a warrior right here, man. And I, I'll go to battle with him every single day. So. Praise sure. God, man. Appreciate I appreciate you, bro. you, bro. Truly. Is there anywhere uh, people can um, follow you or keep up with you? Social media, Instagram, email, MySpace. I don't know. What <laughs> people want to talk for sure. to. For sure. For sure. So my Instagram is at Avery with 11 underscores. Yes, 11 underscores. I just wanted my name and that was the only way to get it. So Avery <laughs> and then 11 underscores. Facebook, Avery Collins. Um and that's it, you know, so I don't, I don't do too much, um, you know, as far as social media, I try to, you know, I don't like, I don't like it too much. I ain't gonna hold you, but you know, I gotta keep it, gotta keep it up. Cause this is where yeah. we at today in age, in this day that's and age. Fine. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, you know, follow me and, uh, I hope to connect with some of you and, uh, anytime you guys got questions or whatever, or just want to chop it up. I'm always willing to meet new people and talk to new people. That's it. You heard the man. And the meetup, once again, to meet new people and talk to new people. December yes, 20th, the meetup meet is dropping. And uh, make sure y'all stay tuned for that. You know, always keep y'all updated and uh, spread it. Uh, share this show. Comment, love, subscribe down below. And uh, yeah, it's time to be the change you want to see. It's time to get out of line and be the cashier so we can make change everywhere we go. Favorite young king in the place to be with my brother Avery Collins. We love you, God bless you, and be the change.